The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Gotta get up, gotta get up. Hello, everybody, and welcome. My name is Soul Legend Desamon Carter, and you're listening to my brother, my brother, and me. It's 2016, basically, no, no. and you've joined us for the 2016 naming special. Let me introduce you to the brothers you have grown so accustomed to. First up is Justin McElroy. Hey, everybody. Justin here. Next up, we got Travis McElroy. Oh, didn't see you come in. Bring in the energy. Griffin McElroy hit me. Hey, I didn't see you come in. Shit. <laughs> you stole that line from your brother, but it's well, can I try again? babe. Yeah. Can I try? Hit me. Here I come. Very good high energy. Great special so far. My brother, my brother, and me, every year they have chosen a nickname for the year. 2012 was, of course, Zzzz. 20 does. Okay, 2010 was Zolo, correct? Yes. <laughs> I think, I don't 2010 know was ever, Zolo. I don't know if we ever officially announced that, but in my heart of hearts, of course it was Zolo. I don't think they did 2011. <laughs> that was Zol. We didn't know Zol, what we were doing. <laughs> it took us a while to get good at naming things. Dark Lord Zol. 12 was 20 does, getting it in 20 does, I believe, was that one. Then in, of course, 2013 was 2013, digging up the dirt. 2014. Was that 2014? I think it's 2014. Nobody remembers 2015 was, of course, 2015, <laughs> colon, the con is on. Griffin. <laughs> they were pioneers. In invent the idea of coloning a word. Okay, oh, now I just, just, just want to throw that voice into the sun. Yeah. Now listen, one second, brothers. You paid me an exorbitant <laughs> fee to be the I'll MC double. of I will double it to have you leave this place immediately. <laughs> I just, I'm almost done with my intro. God. Then I've got a few songs for okay, you. Okay, I am and sick we'll of shit, going. and you have to stop. It's Listen, making, you I'm are making me to, physically iller. I'm trying to pick up your slack, middle brother. Here we go. Almost done with the intro. Big finish. Let's start the show. That was a big. That was a big finish. Hey, uh, so it's 2016. All right, um, we got come up with a name for it. Can we uh, review before we get to the naming ceremony, like how grifty we got in this, the year of the grift? We did a live show, a lot of live shows, and I feel yeah, like. Yeah. We I feel like a lot of tricking people into paying, people pay into paying to watch us yeah. sit at a table and make goofs is pretty grifty. That's true. And speaking of, thank you to everybody who came to our Candlelight special in our beautiful hometown of Huntington, West Virginia. We made a lot of memories, but I, based on what I saw on Twitter, a lot of people made a lot of Huntington memories. And those are my favorite memories for people that obtain. Um, um, uh, we also had special guests, uh, things I bought at Sheets there, and I asked... Yeah. Uh, I, I especially had my daddy ask everybody to film it and put it on YouTube, and nobody did. 
So now it's a lost episode. If you were there, you got the lost episode of uh, 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 Things I Bought at T-Bus. And in case you're wondering, at the end of last week's episode, when I thanked the Druids... (laughs) <laughs> That's because during things I bought at Sheets, there were jurors that kidnapped White. I lost to time. You apparently. should not have explained that because that was my maybe my favorite moment in any episode we've ever done where you just inexplicably thanked some druids. Yeah. Um, but I oh we Totinos that was the ultimate con right? We got them to pay us. I don't want to divulge numbers because according to our NDA we can't. But like five hundred thousand dollars just yeah, to like talk about how, how mellow. Just to talk about how fucking tasty the little pizza pillows are. Mm-hmm. So should we decide what 2016 is going to be or each put out whatever our pitch is and then let the people decide? We don't need to gamify this shit. We don't have to have one each. This is like fucking jazz, baby. It's like a jazz baby. baby. Let's just hit some ideas. All right. And then we'll see if we keep them stick. Flicks 20 flicks team. Catch up on that cue. Uh, Catch up on the cue. Not bad. Let me hit you with this. This is a serious suggestion. 20 sucks teen. Let's just get through it. Oh, man. No. (laughs) See, Listen, wait, I, uh, okay. If you if, uh, if if you go into it, you're thinking, "Fuck, let's just get through this one year." Yeah, and then some good things happen in it. You'll be like, "Whoa, not as, like you'll get to December and be like, ah, not as bad as I thought it was gonna be." Pretty but good. Kinda, that, but I feel like that's against, a little too negative for what right. we what we usually bring. Uh, let me throw you, this out. This is my yes. pitch: twenty sixteen building bridges. That is what? very what good. Am, what am I building bridges to? No, I'm no, 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 no. No, we're building a sex dummy of Jeff Bridges. Well, no, hold on. <laughs> Wait, 2016, getting it. D- no, 2016, build a sex dummy of Jeff Bridges. For it's a you. very specific goal. Yeah, but, and, and you're going to need to, I mean, a lot of these parts, they don't sell at the Home Depot. Could you also gonna... do Todd Bridges? <laughs> <laughs> if that's your, if that's more your speed, I don't see why not. That's the if guy from build... Sequest, right? I if think you... so. If you build a sex dummy of Jeff Bridges, what would it be called? Mine is dumb and hornier. So don't try to steal that one. That's pretty good. Um, 20. What other words sound like six? I mean, that's the root of this comedy. 20 mixed teen. Get up in it. 20 mixed teen? Oh, get in the mix. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is that? What could, what, like, practically, what does that mean? Well, it's like, that idea of, like, when you're like, oh, I, I, I want to join that group, but, like, I'm afraid that I won't fit 20 in. 20 dicks teen. Okay. I'm just How, saying dicks rhymes with six. I don't really have a... Yours didn't seem as practical as mine no, did. No, there's no use case for 20 dicks teen, but... Uh, no, I don't think that that one is, is uh, fertile. Uh, we need something general, something universal. Let me hit you with this. 20 ricks teen. Where's all my ricks at? Yeah. This so is this just <laughs> for reaching out specifically to ricks <laughs> and rick-based listeners of this program. Yeah, sure. 20 so, ricks teen, where are all my ricks at? So ricks, richards, rickeries, any, any like, variant. Yeah, all my ricks. Let me hear you. I had a math teacher named Rickery Smith. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. He taught me good math. Um, uh, twi- 20 twix teen, get those caramelly sons of bitches. <laughs> I like that. 20 hicks teen, uh, back to your roots. I like back to your roots. I like the idea. Like we, that's okay. Let's start from like the practical application and then work backwards to the word, because right now we're just saying a bunch of gobbledygook garbage, and I want it. I want it to have like a a meaty thing. Like I, people this year were on their grift, and that was because of us. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I want there to be a use twenty. Um, what do we want people to do this year? Love one another. Just well, love one another. Hug more. 
Hug more. Hug more. Score lots of babes. 20 chicks no, team. Oh, Justin. Come on, ladies. Pile in this Lamborghini. Which one? This one. This one. No, not that one. That's no, not, not that mine. One. Hop in the backseat, baby. There's no backseat. It's a Lambo. 20 picks team, or it didn't count. You're like oh. saying, like, take lots of pictures? I guess. Right now, 20... I'm just trying to think of things that sound like six. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, let me hit you with this then. 20 Frickstein. Hey, Hollywood, it's time to let Brenda Fricker back into movies. I, she's, <laughs> she, listen, what she did, I'm not here to excuse it. It was heinous. What she did, it's inexcusable. But it's time, she served her time, and it's time to let her back into the picture. 20 Frickstein back in the picture. <laughs> What about 20 Nixteen? Cut it out. Cut it I, out, Hollywood. Let her back in. Out. Wait, <laughs> I really like 20 Nixteen. 20 Nixteen is like, just cut it out. Because everybody's stop. got something that they just want to stop doing, and they always complain like it's the thing that people are making. Like, I wish I could stop blank. You can. Yeah. Yeah, there's Nixteen. It's uh, Nixteen. It's time to stop. I, I like Nixteen, too, because it has other applications. For instance, if the basketball team, the Knickerbockers, do like a lot of good dunks and they win the basketball championship, then it can be of like, hey, of the year, then be like, hey, we knew it. Also, I'm planning on getting very into Fleetwood Mac this year, so that would also work for me in that regard. Maybe you're a big <laughs> fan of Richard Milhouse Nixon. Yeah. Another another possibility. But wait a minute. The, the mix, if it's 20 mixteen, then you can get real into Mick Fleetwood. So you have a lot of different options with, yeah, regarding Fleetwood Mac. Point. Well, this is great. We'll just keep it 20 nix slash mixteen, depending on what key you hit on the keyboard. Mm. <laughs> I think I, I want people to chase their passions. That's what I want for this year. I've just decided. Okay. A lot, of, a lot of people are just sort of stuck in a rut doing their same thing, sort of suspending this thing that they want to do. Either are some sort of creative vision, a romantic vision, whatever they whatever they know they're gonna get to eventually. But guess what? You're putting it off a little too long. Um, so I want people to really jump at it. Okay. Well, how do you translate that to a pun? Um, what about this? Twenty quicksteen. Don't wait up. Wait. Oh, I thought you were going for like a quixotic kind of thing. That could be it too. Twenty quicksteen. Don't wait up. It's all about like stop delaying your shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And move quickly. What about twenty sixteen appreciating the music of the world's greatest rock band? See, I feel like that's not as good. Okay. Twenty sixteen. It's time we forget no, it's not time we forgive Thick. Thick, you're still in the doghouse, buddy. I think twenty sixteen building bridges is probably as good as it's gonna get. And I like the idea of of com- coming back and doing something nice after this year, this selfish year of self-satisfaction at the expense of other people, like Totino's. We like to give all of Linear Time a narrative arc. Right. So this is, it just had sort of a dark turn, a heel turn. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to make a face turn, a, a positive year. So just like a sneak preview, what are you guys planning on? What bridges are you building personally? Uh, I've had a running feud with Elliot Kalen. Um, I'm probably going to squash that beef. Over what? Uh, well, I think he's the greatest. Okay, so that's a bad bridge. That's like, that's not, like, like, you have teleportation pads between you. You don't need a bridge, it sounds like. Okay, that's fair. Justin, bridge. Can I make a suggestion? Maybe this is the year that we finally patch things up with jugglers. Ooh. We've had a long sort of, um... It's been a rough few years between us and jugglers, just uh, but mainly because 
their hobby is uh, ridiculous. Only, those things, ridiculous. Those things no are way. supposed to be on the ground or on shelves. Or it's you're only, supposed to hold one of them at a time, maybe two tops. It's only impressive to like feudal kings from hundreds of years ago. We yes. have the internet now. And you, you're, you're, we're, we have no need of you. That's the only problem with jugglers is that they're wasting their time and our time, right? And sometimes people get hurt with those things. Yeah, um, uh, but I, so that's been our stance so far. I, I what s- I'm saying is like maybe we just reach out to jugglers this yeah. year. And just try. Well, to it's, work it's it not out. 2016 yet. Yeah, we still have two more days to just fucking hate those guys. I I will say I see a path forward because I saw that YouTube video of that guy standing in a cone and like juggling shit like around the cone around himself, and I was like, "All right, all right, all right." I see, I see what you're doing here. We can talk about that. Whoa, we can, we can, we can figure something out here. <laughs> you may have some place in the internet age yet, um, jugglers. So that guy, I guess, is going to be the keystone in my beautiful bridge. Um, so if you're a juggler, maybe we could have like a juggler guestbert who's like a sick juggler. Um, I could reach out to Cone Guy. I'm sure there's a contact info out there somewhere. Problem is, I feel like, um, but you know, he talks like, thanks for having me on the podcast. Now, why would every juggler? Why do they they all sound? Why do they sound like that though? (laughs) Are you a ball and another ball? I can hold them all at once. Juggle Roo. That's how they all sound. They do all say Juggle Roo a lot. They do say Juggle Roo. (laughs) Juggle it, me. Juggly do. Now it's time for Juggle Roo. And they that works. (laughs) That's actually something I like. (laughs) If you move a muscle. Well, they start this little incantation. They're like, yeah. no way, come back. I worked real hard at this, and I need you to ingest it. Yeah. Um, did they all, are they all kind of sick? Like, what's going on with their, like, actual, the, the tone and meter of their voice? <laughs> their, their, uh, their approach to social interaction has become warped from hours, not if not days, of hiding in a, a darkened room yeah. and throwing balls up in the air and catching them. So they've forgotten how people talk. Um, yeah, that makes sense, actually, now that I think about it. Let's do some advice um, now that we're down with 2016 building bridges. Uh, sure. I'm just, I'm just saying I like the theme we're going with, but if I do build a sex dummy of Jeff Bridges, yeah, that's, the, that actually counts towards the original binding. goal. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, if, I use him to cr- if I use this sex dummy to cross a small gap. Well, like, actually, Jeff Bridges publicly stated the other day that he was sad that no one's ever made a sex dummy of him. So. yeah. yeah. Well, I'm saying it would serve two functions. One, I would fuck the shit out of it. Yeah. But number two, I have a small creek in my backyard that I can lay him over and cross from one side to the other, cross the gap safely. Uh, so. Untouched by creek water. Travis, how do you feel, my friend? You okay? <laughs> I feel like shit, Justin. Let's just do the show. I know. I'm just trying to be. I want to be honest about the conditions to earn ourselves some goodwill. Okay, this is true. There is a very good reason we weren't able to record on Monday. Yeah, and a good reason why this episode is probably going to be pretty short is because we're all fucking just disintegrating. Yeah, and my baby has a incredibly high fever and has for eight days. Everything sucks. Over it, baby. Let's help people. Help us. Fix us. I work in an office, which involves writing letters to people. Down the office, walk to co. Whoa. This is like a tense shift. I'm not used to these in the questions. Hell yeah. Down the office walked a co-worker who has her sexy so right. Oh, nice. And we made eye contact. 
as is polite under normal circumstances. Nope, nope, you're Thank slipping. Thank you all for having me for this <laughs> no, guest question. <laughs> I did a little smile, however, this was wrong. At the time, we made eye contact, and I smiled. I happened to be licking an envelope to seal it shut. Oh, Woof. no. Uh, she looked terrified. Yes, correct. I think she may think I was smiling at the thought of licking her. 20 licks teen? No. How do I convince her it was an accident and I'm not a creeper? That's from Skeezy and Salivating in Sheffield and the ship has sailed, my friend. Holy Too late. shit. I'm going to print this email out and put it in the garbage can. The garbage can. This is actually, I think, one of the examples shown in every HR video when you first get hired at any job of, like, what not to do. I guess, don't do this. I guess, fellas, I don't want to get blue here, but there's a very, there's a vitally important piece of information that we are lacking when trying to picture this image mentally. And that was... And again, I don't want to get blue, but what was the orientation of the envelope while you were licking it? Because if, if it was one way, I could write it off as an accident. But if it was the other way, it wasn't an accident. You a dirty bird, you a dirty envelope bird. Yeah, you're. A, I, 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 I think that it's. This is done. If you turn that shit ninety degrees, I'm saying, and you have fucking cherry pie playing on Spotify, <laughs> then I can't. It's inexcusable, and I'm gonna put you in the fucking fricker jail. Cause that sucks. That's that's no, that's no good. No good. Is it I'm possible? So- is there a chance that this moment registered with this woman, and then it was gone? How do you mean? Like she's not thinking about this nearly as much as the question okay. asker is. That's Travis. Impossible. Because I want you and I want everybody listening to d- simulate this right now using their actual face, okay? I want you to pretend you're making eye contact with somebody, but this is the more important part. I want you to smile with your mouth and also try to lick something at the same time. Oops. Nope. You- oh, yeah, you're right. Uh-oh, you look like Venom. No, yeah. you, you done <laughs> fucked up real, real bad. Oops, Daisy, you look like Venom. The, um, The problem here is that you can't, Go talk to her now and be like, "Hey, yesterday when uh when I was licking the envelope, I wasn't thinking about you or anything." Like, there is nothing you can say to make it less creepy. Um, you will only make it more creepy. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do for you at this moment except to just sort of like I can pass on my personal <laughs> sort of style. Uh, which is all of this could have been avoided, or at least mostly avoided, if you just hadn't made eye contact with her or anybody else for the rest of your life. Why you, were you trying to make eye contact with people while licking an envelope? Yeah, that's your bad. Eyes should the, be that's, down. Right, that's bad in the first place, but your eyes should always be down no matter what, because then you still would have been doing that crazy thing with your mouth, and I hate that. But at least you wouldn't have been, like, fucking no-scoping it at this woman. <laughs> Are we agreed that, like, I've been racking my brain. I have nothing. You're hosed, right? There's you no gotta like brush up your resume. You should be happy you still have a job. Yeah, forget I'm trying to salvage a, a, a relationship with this person. Um, You're employed. Yeah, it's bad. It's not great. It's not great. Though. It's not a great si- whole. Like the whole situation is pretty. What bad. you got to do is you got to lean into it. Uh oh. And the next time she comes back down the hallway, grab the closest envelope, go to town. Yeah. Or to- <laughs> God. Then you can just try to convince her that you have pica, and you need like some of the nutrients in in there to to uh, to be able to, to to function as as a person. Do you guys think how much money would you pay me if, as a dare, I licked envelopes at a ninety degree angle for a whole year? 
I guess that wouldn't matter because I work from home. It's not like anybody would observe the act. But what if I went to the post office every day and did it in like face to face with the post office employees? And I was just like, what? That's how I make sure they get real good and sealed up. This is this is how I seal my packages. I don't know. Griffin, I wouldn't pay you to do that. Yeah. It'd be like I love. I love you. Yeah. But it'd be like a fun, like wild boys stunt. No, it sounds terrible. It sounds mean to the post office employees. I guess so. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Yes, please. And sent in by Zoe Kinski, climbing that ladder, Zoe Kinski. Uh, she posted in the uh, the Mabibam Appreciation Group on Facebook, which is a great group if you're not a member of it. Uh, they did a, a Camel Night Secret Santa exchange. Uh, and she posted, she got a custom-made shirt that says climbing that ladder on it, which made me very oh, happy. that's cool. Yeah, uh, thank you, Zoe. It's by Yahoo Answers user Andres, who asks, Does dressing up as Tommy Pickles get you a five-day suspension from school? What? In my in my high school we have things called spirit Oh no. In my high school we have things called sorry. In my high school he have things called spirit weeks where based on what the theme is the students come dressed as said theme for spirit points and whichever class gets the most points wings a free trip to King's Dominion. Um that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's actually pretty dope. Uh, apparently, on a Thursday, seniors had to go as 90s Nickelodeon. I went as Tommy Pickles. During lunchtime, I got up and walked over to the table with the singing sheets. Sign-in sheets? What? Since I, I like singing sheets because it makes their whole school sound like an Arthurian legend. Yeah. Um, navigate. Since I was wearing only adult diapers and a blue shirt, the whole cafeteria saw that, and the principal <laughs> that... Gets and the principal that gets me a five day suspension. Everyone keeps saying the punishment was too rash, and so do I. So I ask, is it? P.S. I didn't come to school in diapers. I changed in a nearby bathroom. Everyone is saying it was a first time dress code violation, which results in a warning and to be sent home for the rest of the day. So, okay, wait, he you... says everyone saw that. He means his balls and penis. Uh, yeah, he right? pulled, he pulled out his whole penis and his both his big juicy balls. <laughs> I listen. I understand that this is a first time dress code violation, and I am admittedly not someone who is overseeing your school uh, in a rules fashion. Um, you can violate the dress code. There are violations of dress code, and then they're showing up in an adult diaper. Yeah, like you can't. You don't get off with a warning for that. Like that implies that you were somehow uh uh misled about the specifics of the dress code well, like, a big a bigger problem is he made it to lunch before he got in trouble that's yeah well he had a big audience there and you know this motherfucker was putting on a show but justin has a great point it's not like everybody gets one free pass to get out their dick and balls or vagina and then be like oops that's my one i'll go put my pants on like no there's some some violations are so severe that you have to be given the maximum punishment like yeah. right right away Right away. By which I mean death. You have to be, wait, you have to be killed? No. Sorry, yes, maybe a wolf school. By the singing sheets. By the singing sheets. They spirit your soul away. You you must march through the singing sheets into yeah. wolf school. It's really bad in there. Um, what? What? Okay. Why do they kill you in wolf school? I don't. It's I don't know. But like, why have the why have his teachers failed him so badly? Why have all the other people like are they just a fr- whoa well did he just did he just intimidate an entire school of people into submission by wearing a diaper was that you like, mean like such, it was so intense they couldn't handle it they such had to remove a big him? move that yeah. he made 
he made such a big move. That's way too cool. Get him out of here. I, my favorite thing about this story is like the Rudy esque like collabo that all the other the whole rest of the student body is doing, where they are like, I don't know, Mister Adkins, that punishment seems really harsh. This one's for Tommy Pickles. If they, if he's suspended, I'm suspended too. Walkout, gang. We're having a walkout because high school. We're having a crawl out. Yeah, high schoolers need like <laughs> no reason to have a walkout. It's like, yeah, we'll protest. What are we protesting? Whatever. We all are leaving school, right? They can't punish all of us. Or they all show up the next day in diapers. In diapies, yeah. Also, I love that idea. I think there are a couple different times at Huntington High where someone tried to, like, like encourage everyone to do a walkout and do, like, they can't punish all of us. And now looking back, all I can think is if I were, like, a high school staff member and all the kids just weren't there one day, but I was still there getting paid... That would be like the best day. Yeah. I would just get drunk. That would be like a top-notch day. I would get drunker than I usually am on any given school day. That would be a great day, except you're still like legally on the hook for whatever happens to those kids. I don't think that's how that works. No, that's uh-huh. not true. Like if a kid stays home sick, you don't have to like go down and make sure that that's they don't different. like rob somebody. That's different. They're playing hooky. Their parents think they're at school. You think they're, uh, uh you know, at home. You're on the hook for that as a school. What if there was a school-wide walkout and also a zoo-wide bear walkout? And all the bears Uh left the zoo at the same time. The students all left. And then the two groups met in the middle. Who's on the hook for that, I ask you? Yeah, that's a a good point, Justin. I'm going to read the best answer on this. uh, Is uh, Yahoo Answers user and fucking legal expert father who responds... This is kind of tough, but honestly, the answer is yes. Think about it. You essentially came to school in nothing but underwear and a t-shirt. You really should have used a little foresight, like wearing pants underneath, or at least a pair of shorts. Hi, father. Hi, daddy. Um, have you seen the uh, Nickelodeon television program Rugrats? Because <laughs> what you just said is crazy. Tommy, what are you wearing? These are pants. I wear pants now. You're There's like a little thing called artistic pride. Yeah. You're wearing pants under your diaper? That's crazy. If you wear if you're wearing shorts under your diaper and a blue shirt, you're nothing. You look like a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah, you and you certainly don't have spirit. By this person just having like a little bit of cloth in between their juicy balls in the whole world, that's art. That's Banksy basically is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's how Banksy got started. That's how he got his start. Diapers. That's how Banksy got his groove back. Uh-huh. He he's done it twice. How about another question? Over the holidays, a lot of people brought in baked goods to work to for everyone to enjoy while eating a cookie. No need to brag. Get braggy about it. While eating a cookie made of by one of my coworkers, I felt something hard in my mouth. After rooting around a bit, I found an ordinary household staple. And not a staple like rice or grain, <laughs> but an actual staple. Uh, long story short, I told the person who made the cookies, and now almost everyone in the office knows. My conundrum was this. Was I right to tell her? It's not like she could do anything about it after the fact, and she didn't throw away the rest of the cookies or even remove them. What the My fuck? God. That's from Cookie Conundrum. You're good. They're not. That sucks. Right? As you read the question, you get to the part where it's like everyone in the office knows you're like, oh, how embarrassing. And then you get to the part where the person who made them said, uh-huh, yeah, what do you want me to do? And didn't, like, move the cookies or throw them away or anything. And it's like, oh, she put that stable in there because she hates you, Derek. It's not let... No, that's not addressed. Like, the, the person who made the cookies... May have taken a ten of them and 
toss them in the trash. No, he says that there that she it, it, she didn't throw away the rest of the cookies or even remove yeah, them. Yeah, homie, it literally says that exact thing you just said. It didn't say. Oh, okay, yeah, I see that now. Who read the question? I, I guess I just wasn't paying attention. This person's history's greatest monster. This is the worst. Are you kidding me? If I go to Arby's right now and I bite into one of their big, big buffaloes, their big Bufords, and I chomp down on one of those and I pull a fucking staple or any foreign object out of my mouth, they legally have to get rid of all of the sliced meat in the building. Yeah, and start like your over. day is made though, like because mm. that for that because you got them on the hook. Yeah, I got free beef for life, but this that doesn't apply here. It's not even be like Linda, you gotta cook me cookies for the rest of my life. This is a fucking Wookie. Life. Life bond. I almost died because you're a dumb staple cookie. Now I need cookies hot and fresh, two I, of them sitting on my desk every morn. I completely disagree with uh, telling about the staple. Completely disagree. Was that just because you would not do it? No, it's okay. Think, think about it this way, okay? Uh, one option is you don't say anything and they did something, you know, they're trying to do something nice. Maybe they were, maybe they're a little bit slow. Or in their twilight years, they're mm. they're not as like observant as they used to be, and they accidentally left a staple in there. We all have staples on our clothes. You find them from time to time. Hold up, what? <laughs> we all have fine staples. You know, when you get clothes. bored and you staple your shirt, you know, you know, when you accidentally put a staple. So you like you like that's like you could have just thrown away that staple. They would have felt good. You would have felt like morally vindicated, like you did a nice thing for somebody and had their back for once, and that that would have been great. The alternate. Because, like, the alternate concept is that you need to tell them because they have dumped many, many staples right. into it. And, like, if they did that, they know they did, and they don't care. Like, they know the jig is up once everybody starts but they, these it's cookies. A, the fact you're well, they almost killed you. If it's late at night and you're walking down the the the, the, the county they road. They did it. No, We're all almost list, killing let, each please, other constantly. Please. You're walking okay. down that county road at night just trying to fucking clear your head because you just got in a big fight with your sister and you're just walking down that road. Ooh, damn it, Glinda. Ah, not again, not like this. Then all of a sudden, who's that over the hill? It's Barbara, your coworker, and she hits you with her car and drives off. Oh, she got scared. It could happen to anybody. What's that? You survived. You're nursed back to health by a family of wolves on vacation from wolf school. And then what's that? You come back into the office two days later, a little banged up, but but still alive. You wouldn't go up to Barbara and be like, hey, B, what the fuck? You almost killed me with your car out on the county road. You're suggesting you just let bygones be bygones because we've all hit somebody on the county road late at night. Two situations are completely no. Different. I think that the, I think that tracks. Thank I think you, Travis. Absolutely correct. Thank you, Travis. It's attempted murder is what it is. Even if it's yeah. accidental, you still attempted it. I <laughs> I think I think there's precedent that almost eating a stable and getting hit by a car and driving off are basically in the same wheelhouse. Now I'm not going to say that it's the same severity, but they're definitely I'm related. Going, I'm going to say that the defense rests, Your Honor. There's another option here. What if you went up to Barbara and you're like, Barbara, um, I found a, found a staple in the cookie. And she went, that mischievous ghost. Okay. And there was just a ghost dumping staples into the cookies. Is it just staple? That seems like a really specific form of haunting. Like, does it dump like dice in there occasionally? Like, what's it? Well, he's just—he's more of a Harlequin figure. He's just stirring up the pot, creating trouble, making but staple, making you're, wreaking you're, havoc. You're saying, but staple-based havoc. 
Well, you use what you've got access to, okay. and Barbara's been stealing office supplies. That makes sense, actually. And he has thin, reedy arms, so he can't lift a lot of things that one would normally cause Yeah, what's he gonna do, with? put a printer in there? Come no, on. Absolutely not. Barbara stole a fucking printer? Well, Barbara's got sticky fingers. Crime, yeah, cooking. but fucking crime of the century. That's incredible. How does what she... If, how she what if him Barbara, it? where Barbara's comes from, that's a very lucky thing. That's how I would play it if I was Barbara. Oh, like, like finding oh, the baby in the king cake. Mm. You found Ungunter staple. That's uh, <laughs> the one lucky staple is how it loosely translates from my people. And uh, you'll have good, good, good fortune all throughout the year. And then they raised him up on his shoulders and, and, and admired his broken teeth. Good news, everybody. Rick found the Ungunter staple. Rick, 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 Oh, shit. We got to take Rick to the hospital. <laughs> He's too lucky. Luck is bleeding from his face. Uh, uh, let's get on the money zone. Hell yeah. Many problems that you experience in your day to day start in your head. It doesn't feel that way. It feels sometimes like they start in your gut or your butt, but it's not. It's your head. Fear, anger, stress, anxiety, depression. All these lead to the dark side. All these lead to the dark side. Uh, how do you stay on the light side? Headspace. It's head, It's meditation made simple. These are guided meditations you can listen to whenever you want, wherever you want, right on your phone, computer, or tablet. Uh, and let me say, I, I've been doing meditation uh, for almost a decade now. Thanks, Tim Allen. Thanks, Tim Allen. And... Um, what I really, really like about Headspace is it's very user-friendly, even if you're the type of person who's like, I don't know if I could sit still for that long. I don't know if I could get into it. But it's it's so well-guided, um, but not in an obtrusive way. It's very easy to get into. Um, can- I'm a huge proponent of meditation, generally yes. speaking, but also Headspace specifically. I was using Headspace before they reached out to us about uh, advertising on the show, so I was really, really excited to have an excuse to to talk about them. Meditation in general, I think, is is uh, uh, something that a lot of people could use in their lives, and Headspace makes it really easy. They have this starter program that you can download uh, on their uh, Headspace app for free, and it's a Take 10 program. It's 10 days of guided meditation. If you could just go to headspace.com slash brother. And uh, you can get all the details there. You, uh, I, I guarantee this is, you know, I don't say this with a lot of advertisers or a lot of things and anything. This could legitimately change your life. If you've been hearing talk, people talk about meditation, this is a killer way to get started. Now, Travis has authored a guest guided meditation program uh, as part of this starter bundle. Uh, and it is, it is Tim Allen themed. I know you're wondering, is it Tim Allen themed? Let me Would just you like to hear a clip of it now? It, it goes, um, oh, do you want to do it? or do Yeah, you, here's the clip. Okay. Calm yourself, breathe in. Yes, the breath is what it's all based on. Feel the power of the breath. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah, that's better than my things. I'm glad you took that joke and ran with it. Uh, that address again is headspace.com slash my brother. Uh, check out the free Headspace app and try the Take 10 program and uh, let us know what you think, because I think uh, you'll be really pleased. All right, you're done meditating. Let's get fucked up. 
We're going to tell you all about Club W. Club W's got all that sweet wine juice you need to get fucking completely turned. This probably isn't the tone that they wanted us to take in this advertisement. It's it may time to the party. They, it may be the, the tone that they specifically asked us not to take. It's hard to tell. Uh, regardless of what they want, I'm going to tell you all about Club W. Club W is a wine delivery service. It's a wine subscription service. They are leading the grape-to-glass wine revolution. They work directly with vineyards, cut out all the middlemen, and save you money in the process. You can get premium wines delivered to your door at a third of what you'd pay at the store. They have a no and risk. That's absolutely accurate. Like sometimes you see these these shipping, you know, subscription services and you think, oh, I can't afford that. I'm just gonna go get like that super cheap wine at the gas station. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Club W has wine that's affordable yeah. and delicious and will impress And they figure out what you're gonna want by uh by doing a quick six question survey you can go to clubw.com answer those questions they'll put together a palette for you and they'll start sending you wines and right now club w is offering mabim bam listeners 50 percent off your first order if you go to clubw.com slash my brother that's clubw.com slash my brother and you'll get 50 percent off your first order please drink responsibly don't be a dingus yeah don't be a ding dong about it drink responsibly just get fucked up in your own home when you're like watching netflix or whatever um, got another message here. This one's for Eric, and it's from Sarah. Sarah says to Eric, hey, big bro, Merry Candle Nights. We are still technically in the Candle Nights window. I think today's the last day, actually. Uh, it has no beginning and no end. Oh, that's right. Um, it is eternal. It is always and never. Hey, big bro, Merry Candle Nights. As I write this, it's August, so you just moved to Toronto, and I miss you already. I hope you are super merry out there in the distant future. Presumably, we are all having holiday merrymaking with laser trees and hover tinsel. I hope it's awesome. Love, little sister. I love that. That's so sweet. It makes me really happy down my cockles. And robo-futuristic, and I could have done without what you just said, if I'm being... Frank. Cockles? Yeah. Cockles? Yeah. I don't know why. There's nothing wrong with cockles. Nothing wrong with cockles. There's like seven. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with no cockles. Okay. Nothing wrong. Read this next thing. Cockles, cockles. Stop, cockles, stop. Next thing, next thing, next cockles. message. Next message. I got a message for Casey. It's from Sierra. You're probably listening to this while you're working hard to take home that sweet, sweet bacon. Know that you are truly a badass and that your badassery is exceeded only by your handsome face and your kind, huge. Heart. Okay. Merry Christmas or whatever, depending on when this message is read. I love you. <laughs> the last line of this is, "Brothers, help me punch it up with the joke or something." Right. As far as I get, I get. I think I get sort of the shape of the message they were trying to send to us there discreetly. Okay. All right. So punch it up with a like. Where can we get a joke in that message? Is there a joke in there? Or? We're not really good at making up jokes. Yeah. Not if like. Not if we're told to, because we're kind of fucking rebellious. Um, I like to imagine that Casey works at like some sort of pig destruction, like pig pig annihilation facility, uh-huh. where the meats mm-hmm. where the meats are claimed and then processed um, mm-hmm. into into literal. Or maybe sweet, sweet maybe maybe it's that antique reclaimed meat. Oh, I see. It just sort of takes the the, the scrapple the leavings. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, where it's like, oh, we found this scrapple in an old school that we tore down. <laughs> yeah, sure. And now we've cleaned it up. We've got some reclaimed bacon. Yeah. That's uh, great. If you want to make a coffee table out of that or like a headboard. Yeah, or a meat but it's or bacon. Sweet, sweet bacon. So it's bacon, but it's... I was going to make a, like yeah. a joke about something that would be silly to do with bacon, but okay. everybody's done fucking everything 
silly with bacon. There's like nothing I could say here that wouldn't be like, you could turn it into shaving cream. And then there's like a guy with a handlebar mustache is like, actually, we've yeah. been making bacon-based shaving cream out of our uh, 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 Brooklyn That's good stuff, distillery. Yeah. All of this is joke-like. So I think we've it's fulfilled. similar to a joke, right? Yes. We've yeah, fulfilled okay. the charge. Ty is a pedantic person. I think when he pronounces these words, it's it's in a very show-offy way. Gyro. Gyro. Sacre bleu. Sacre bleu. Ayers Rock. Uluru. <laughs> <laughs> what you are witnessing is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with real cases. They call in via Skype to Judge John Hodgman's court, the real people's court. Now I call you to Judge John Hodgman's internet court. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Uh, yes, yes, please. please. This Yahoo was sent in by a couple of people, actually. Matt Stout and Chloe Smith-Guitar. Guitard. Chloe Smith Guitard and Matt Stout. Matt, I'm sorry, I didn't say your name like four times. Uh, thank you, both of you. It's by Yahoo Answers user Joe who asks, is having an imaginary enemy worse than having an imaginary friend? Uh, what? Worse in what context? I mean, categorically, it's probably worse, right? Like, you, yeah. got this, you got this fucking specter that only you can see that's just trying to mess with your shit all day. But you know what? I get it. Okay. Let me explain why. It's a little uh, cult classic called Red Dwarf, right? And the whole premise is that there's a uh, spoiler. There's a dude who's like the last surviving guy on a space station on a spaceship. Mm. And the hologram that the computer brings back is not the people he liked the most, but his roommate that he never got along with. And they constantly bicker because because they constantly bicker. That's what kind of keeps it. You know, keeps it interesting. There's that odd couple shit. Yeah. So you get that enemy who's like a friend to you. So like, yeah, like the people in Justify. I've had an imaginary friend since I was four years old named Marcus. Uh huh. Big Marcus. Uh, I mean, he was big when I was a little kid because, like, when I was a little kid, Marcus was 36 years old. But now I'm like kind of catching up to him a little bit. Now uh, he's just Marcus. He's ageless, and now yeah, we're similar sizes. Um. Uh. So yeah. He's 36. One day I'm going to be an old man and I'm going to talk to Marcus. I'm going to be jealous of his youth. Anyway, Marcus means a lot to me. Um, but I can't help but think, like, what if I had an imaginary enemy also named... Sparkus. Well... Sporticus. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What if it was The Rock? Or what if okay. it was Triple H? We'll say Triple H. Uh, the yes. Rock-based The Rock -based humor is a little bit overused. Say, a little bit, yeah. So my, I have an imaginary enemy, enemy, Goldust, and then I could just... <laughs> it's great. For two reasons. One, Goldust is like gonna fucking constantly be coming at me. And that that pressure I'm gonna feel it's gonna like two blades sharpening against each other. Am I and then when I'm attacked by real life gold dust or real life triple H or any WWE <laughs> roster member, I'll be able to fucking take them on because I'll know the moves. Secondly, I can make Marcus and Triple H just fight whenever I want and just watch it. But what if it was more of a psychological enemy than it was a physical enemy and you just had someone like next to you all day Be rating like, me? Are you really gonna wear that shirt? Same same principle applies because then I'll learn some good real life teardowns. And then like if I fucking run into Seamus and he cuts in line at like Best Buy or whatever, I can just like tear his shit apart because I've had <laughs> practice doing it. Wait, is Seamus real? Yeah, he's a real one. Are you sure? Yeah, he's got <clears throat> red hair, he's the current champ. Or he was, I don't know, I haven't watched in a while. Anyway, um, one of the one of the great things about having um, Goldust coming at you twenty four seven, yeah, is that 
whenever you know, like you get into one of those times where people are comparing like how rough they're having it currently or like what a bad weekend they had they've had and like you say well you know I couldn't get in the restaurant I wanted to and everybody forgot my birthday and you can always sort of tack on at the end and also I have gold dust coming at me yeah 24/7 I mean it can like, it makes everything way more impressive anything you can accomplish it can make things kind of uncomfortable every now oh fuck no not now gold dust come on come on Everything all right? I, I mean, was it really is. Scared for a second. It, I thought a, a spider jumped on you. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, even worse. It was a man dressed up in like gold grease paint and stuff. <laughs> I fucking got him though. I know his fucking ways now, because I'm way bigger than I when I was seven. I used to just get fucking dunked on, but now I. Get, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Wait, gold dust has been coming at you since you were seven. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I had to mature really, really quickly. Goldust seems I, like a weird, vicious <laughs> predator. Yeah, it's um, a hard the, childhood, man. The type of like vicious predator that only a child could envision. <laughs> I'm a little bit winded. Yeah, but here's the problem. You get so used to the, the daily, almost like hourly momentary attacks. Yeah. That one day when it doesn't come, you'll miss it. Well, no, I can't. I, we have a schedule. I keep him at bed. It's my fault. It's it's it was ten before the hour and. But what I'm saying is, what if one day he moves on, Griffin, and and your imaginary friend is no longer there and he's not attacking you? I guess I'm just gonna have to fucking. Enemy. I'm gonna have to fucking spar with Marcus at that point. <laughs> Marcus is a lover, not a fighter. You're right. He yeah. loses every time I make him and Goldust fight each other. Sometimes Marcus like stands in for me if I'm, you know, sick or whatever. Um, boy, I love watching those two rowdy boys fight though. Oh, How hell come yeah. when you say weird shit, everyone's on board, but when I say weird shit, they're like, stop talking about mangoes, Travis. I don't, well, mine was real. Mine was like a real thing that I deal with all the time. Yeah, Griffin's was, was uh, f- fortune and truth. Yes. Um, can, can we circle back around to this next year? Like, what is happening? What are we doing? What do you mean? It's 2016. What is it? Like, we're about to end this episode. And we still don't have an answer for that question. Well, I mean, we did answer at 2016 Building Bridges. Are we like, Are we 100% certain on that, though? I want something with a positive message. I was suggested while you were in the turlet, 20 quickstein, stop putting it off. And because, you know, 20 quickstein, you got to be quick. No, it sucks. Too it's, much pressure. Yeah. It's like a pressure. It's a pressure thing I don't really like. I feel like 2016 is good, building bridges, because you only have to do it once. So you only have to work up the courage to do it once during the year. You build one bridge, and then they build one bridge... Oh, so we'll make it 2016, building bridge. Yeah, you can't be plural. You have to build at least two bridges. Yeah, that's a good point. But you could build two half bridges, and then they meet each other in the middle. I don't think there's such a thing as a half bridge. Yeah, it's just a dock. That's fucking funny. That was funny, Travis. Thank you. Um, it's time to get hard. That's what happens when you're on DayQuil. Yeah. You gotta get hot. This is the year we go hard on people who own docks. Like, come on. <laughs> finish. finish it. Here's a hammer. Here's some wood. It's time to finish it. Um, 2016 building bridges is good because like, it can also mean like you've got that fucking, you've had that hole in your garage for two years. Fucking take yeah. care of it. It's time to take care of it. Put a bridge on it. Because let me tell you, Justin, to your earlier point about this being 2016 and this year's going to suck. You're wrong. 
This is the year where we fucking batten down the hatches for 2017, where, oh my God, it's going to get real. It is time to <laughs> doomsday prep the shit out of 2016. I don't agree with that, and I'd rather not think that way. Okay. but I think every year is going to be better than the year before. Well, that's the way it's been for me so far. You were the one who pitched 20 sucks, teen. That was about- that Setting was about, expectations. Um, thank you, Griffin. Yes, it was about lowering expectations and enjoying the year more as a result of this sort of like stoic- uh, perception of of the situation, but uh, I I think that uh, twenty sixteen building bridges. I'm glad we have another subcolon on a year. I think that's very uh, uh, important. Um, should we wrap up? I know you got place. Yes, you got please. a place to be. We all got. Places I know it's to kind be. of a Cap's short one. Lay down. Yeah, it's been a short yeah. one, but we had like we had like one hour to record today. We are barely here. Uh, who do we? What do we usually do here? Uh, well, this is the part where, first off, I thank everybody for coming to Candle Nights. Thank again. you. Uh, thank you to uh, a, a big thank you. You know, I didn't mention it um, repeatedly, but thank you so much to the folks on the uh, My Brother, My Brother, Me Appreciation Group that helped um, with uh, filling the empty stockings, uh, the MBMBA Angels who helped fill the empty stockings, especially Valerie Harness and all the other um volunteers to help make that possible uh we really like uh i say we i didn't do that much but the the folks in that group and uh uh they even some of the people in that group like uh, jessica brought a bag of clothes when she went to candle nights to drop off at uh one of the charities when we talk um, to people like when we're in town for the holidays and we talk to people like we've known our whole lives from huntington they talk about that shit so thank you so much um Thank you to, gosh, um, everybody. We got a bunch of gifts from from folks, and they were so sweet and so amazing. Um, and and we'll we'll uh, we'll read all those off in the next episode. We literally are out of time um, to do it, which I know sounds ungrateful and shitty, but thank you all so 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 much um, for we like spent like an hour opening presents uh, the the day that we all opened presents from from everybody that had sent it to our PO box. It was super cool, and we appreciate it so much. And um, We'll have time to be more grateful soon. I also want to say a quick congratulations to Dexter, who beat me in the My Brother, My Brother, and Me Fantasy Football League Championship. It was fucking first. close. It was a nail-biter, man. Yeah, it was. He won by, like, one point. It's rough. Congratulations, Dexter. Um, you earned I it. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, we signed a couple copies of that during Candle Nights. A lot of people trading those as gifts, which I, I like. It's a good, it's a good gift. Good album. Go listen to the other Maximum Fun shows. Go to MaximumFun.org. They're all free. They're all super great and amazing. Uh, and let's let's wrap up. That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much, Griffin. Do you have a final uh, question for Final everybody? one. It was sent in by Rachel Siska. Thank you, Rachel. It's by Yahoo Answers user Prometheus who asks, Why does the Full House and Family Matters theme sound the same? Are they the same? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, may kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
listener supported. The three of you enter a cave of a big red dragon and is standing over a horde of precious golden rubies. And he says, what do you do, adventurers? I'm a dragon man. I cast fire on him. It's very good. I address the red dragon to say, us, we're the hosts of The Adventure Zone, a podcast about family playing Dungeons and Dragons. Very good synergy. Commit to the bit. I, I, <laughs> I roll to charm new listeners. It is very effective against all odds. Everybody, we're the Macroids. We host the Adventure Zone. It's a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons together. It's a comedy podcast. We don't take the rules too seriously because there's a lot of them and we did not take the time to learn them. Maybe listen to us. We come out every other Thursday on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find us on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. I think this promo is a critical hit. <laughs> <laughs>